guy. Oh, oh. Turn it up. Adjust. Readjust. And pajiggle. Pajiggle, pajiggle. Is that a word? I don't think it's a word. Finagle. But do it anyway. Okay. Welcome to Cardboard, the board game podcast. I'm Devon Body, And I'm Steve Davis. This week, we got something special. Something special. It's another episode of Cardboard. The board game podcast. Yes. Like we just said. Yeah. Weren't you yeah. listening? <laughs> Jeez, listeners, come on. You're supposed to be listeners. Yeah. You yeah. have one job. Yes. Well, last week was a... or. Last our last episode was a fun one. Heroclix, one of our favorite games, but this is another one of our favorites, though it is not actually a standalone game. No, nope. it is an expansion for Catan, Settlers of Catan. Yes, we always forget that whole first part. Settlers, yeah, I just say Catan. Even Catan's own website yeah. does not use that. I think most people get it now. If you are already a fan of Catan and uh, and I may have played. Catan and some of the expansions, you might be wondering why we're not doing one of the most popular ones like Seafarers or uh, Cities and Knights. Well, this or is that like... other one. There's one other one. Yeah, there is one other one, but those were the first two, I believe. Yes. And uh, uh, Cities and Knights, one of the most popular ones. Now, Explorers and Pirates doesn't seem to get a whole lot of love, but uh, it is, in my opinion, a tremendously fun game. I think it's because it's very much bigger than the other ones. I mean, in terms of setup, yeah, but even um, even Cities and Knights adds a whole layer of stuff. Adds new, basically new resources. Uh, yeah, three. but you don't need that much more table space. No, that's. I mean, that is fair. That is fair. But um, yeah, this one is much, like physically much larger than the original base game of Catan. You know what, Devon? What? Brad Pitt me. What's in the box? What's in the box? Yeah. So this expansion adds ships, crew, settlers, spices, fish, gold, harbor settlements, and pirates. Singular. It also adds... <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, no. It also adds pirates. It adds one pirate ship. Yes. But multiple pirates on the other island, which, I mean, seafarers had that, but... This adds other islands to the coast of the island of Catan. Yep. You can go from the starting island out down the coast, fight off some pirates on the way there, pick up some fish, maybe forget the fish altogether and just uh, make a settlement. Or get some spices. Yeah. Yeah. Lots to do. Trade with the locals. Yeah. Yeah. So this expansion comes with three different types of missions, which are defeating pirates, fishing for fish, and making trading deals for spice. Fun thing about those three different missions is you can honestly put them in just about any combination you want of like one, two, or all three missions. And any way that you like. Yeah. You have to mix and match, and it's uh, pretty good. Yeah. It, 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 uh, I mean, when you add all three, you're definitely increasing the length of the game by a good margin. Fair bet. Yes. Yeah, but, this uh, game is... Two to four players. Yes. And 90 to 120 minutes. 
I mean, that is probably the first most accurate. Two hours? Uh, One like, game in two hours? Yeah. I mean, if everyone's rushing, I think our last game of this was like three and a half hours due to a lot of indecisions. I mean, yes. Yeah, there are a lot of uh, indecisions in this game because there are a lot of decisions to be made. And that indeed. Uh, it can push the time up. But the point I was making, how many games actually say, you know, estimated time like two hours? So that is very few. I think very few. It's like, <laughs> welcome to this game. Setup time is uh, 90 to 120 minutes. I mean, it can take a little while to set it up. Basically a jigsaw puzzle in a box. Absolutely. That you have to figure out before you actually start playing. I mean, that's just one of the largest estimated time slots I've seen. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about that board. So, I mean, the original board uh, is one big hexagon filled up with little, smaller hexagons to create a hexagonal-shaped island, roughly. But uh, in this game, it kind of just extends the hexagon. It's technically a hexagon. Does a hexagon have to have six equal sides, or can it just have six sides? I think they have to be equal. You're probably right. Otherwise, it changes to just a polygon. It's just a polygon. Well, it's a hexagonal polygon. Mostly. Uh, yeah. It's, but it's just like elongated. It's just a long hexagon where two sides are really long, creating an, an ovular hexagon. And uh, it adds a minimum of two extra islands. But what I like, what I kind of like about it is that those two extra islands or more they kind of built in an aspect of the game that is one of our house rules for base Catan, which is that those tiles actually start face down. Yeah, and shuffled. You never and shuffled. quite know where they're going to be. Yeah, the only thing they do is they mark on the back. So there's a sun on the back of one set and a moon on the back of the other set to keep those sides kind of separate, just, yeah. to, just to keep things even. Yeah, those... It's divided into north and south, just so... You kind of know what's yeah. on either side. I think it's just for balancing to make sure there's kind of an equal number of things. Yeah. But here, uh, just on a side note, uh, interesting we haven't done this before. Just mix up the suns and moons. And let's, like, we have get... done that before. Have we done that? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that makes sense. It's just ultra, ultra. It's like, who cares where anything goes? Randomizing. I, I don't remember. It's it also faster on the setup. Yeah, that too, that too. I mean, marginally, it's not that hard to, I think, in our... Separate two things? No way. In my box, I think they're already separated. <laughs> yeah, that's... Come on. You know how I am with uh, putting the games away. Uh, yeah, so I kind of like that they built in that kind of, um, um, you know, Fog of War uh, style of play there. Yeah, so you move your ship to discover one of those tiles. If it's a resource, you get a resource of that type to take home and uh you get to interact with it first before everybody else yeah so if you actually discover a regular resource tile when you discover it you get one of that resource which is nice uh if you discover a pirate lair or a spice like a villager uh what, what's it called a village the village a village um you get one gold. They, they did introduce money into this gold yep. as well. Um, if you un, if you uncover a fishing spot, you don't get anything, do you? I believe you get a gold. Do you get a gold when you yeah. discover? Okay, so there's there are, yeah there's water areas where uh, fish are there, and you can you know go pick fishing. them up. Yeah, but the uh, little caveat with that is the fish are not always there. 
Yes. Depends on what number got rolled. Yeah, so each of the fish uh, hexagons has a die number on it, and when that number gets rolled in a specific way... Oh, yeah, when someone goes fishing. Yeah, when someone goes fishing, they appear in one of those spots determined by the die roll. Yeah, so there are multiple... I think all six numbers are on the board. I just don't remember. Are there actual six fishing spots, or are there, like, four and just two numbers? Uh, There are six. Okay. Yeah, so if you choose to go fishing... You roll one die, and whatever number comes up, the fish spawn in the tile that matches that number. Even if you weren't over there to pick yes. them up. Yes, yes. So it can be a little bit risky, but uh, if you actually do the fishing roll, you don't have to do the fishing roll when you're on a fishing tile. No. You can do it at any time just to see what pops up. What's actually cool is there are also some water hexagons in those face-down island hexagons. So it can actually make more than just one island. It yeah. could, th- that water could split it into two or even three islands. And those are on the north and south side of the map. So you could actually have quite a number of islands. You could have, because there's also the main island. So you could have like four or five islands upwards of. Yeah. So it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. If, you know, random chance works out for you. Yes. Yes, that's right. In which section are those power-ups? Is that with spice? That's with the spice trading. That's with the spice trading. So Yeah. Each of the villages on these two islands comes with a specific power-up associated with that. So you can move your ships a little further. You get to re-roll a die for the fishing, I believe. Is it for the fishing, or is it just for regular... No, it's for chasing off the pirates. Yes. One makes you better at chasing off pirates, one makes you move faster, and then one gives you a better trade rate. Oh, is it the trade rate, or is it just lets you re-roll numbers? No, I don't think it's that... Powerful. I don't remember. I don't remember. It's hard I to remember. That one. Let's see. Old notes. I mean, new notes. That new are notes. Made, that we are fresh. Wrote, wrote today. I have throw sheep overboard to move faster. Say that again. Throw sheep overboard to move faster. Yes, when you're moving your ship, you can throw away up to two sheep cards to get two extra spaces per sheep, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Let's you outspeed your opponent. Oh, but that that's one of the power ups, right? No, that's the normal action. That's just normal action. But the power-ups, I think, let you move three with that. I think, don't the or... power-ups give you more movement for your ships? Yeah, they, one of them gives you more movement for your yeah, ships. Yeah, you I actually get much. up. Because the normal movement is what, three or four? The normal movement is one or two. Oh, I and think I it's think two. I think that lets you go up to three. Three and then four, I think. Yeah, because well, there's two. both of them. Yeah, yeah, if you trade on both of them. Because there's three on one side, three on the other island. Yeah. So yeah, there's uh, some cool power ups, and I, that's one of the things I love in board games. Yeah, a little bit extra spice. That they yeah. Give you. Yeah. So I kind of like that. It's just like Catan with like uh, with uh, some boosters. <laughs> uh, so that's a lot of fun. And then the pirate ship that blocks the movement of your ships. Yes. So your ships move on the edges of the hexagons, but when there is a pirate ship in a hexagon, uh, your ships may not move. Uh, along those yeah. coasts. And what happens unless, if someone, unless you're willing to pay them some gold? Oh, they yeah. They do let you, you go you buy like three for gold? money. Yeah, something like three gold or something you can, you can go buy. That is correct. Uh, what happens if someone puts down a pirate ship when you're on that hexagon? Then you, can't you have move. to pay or you can't move. Oh, that's right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, though, and there are choke points on the map that. Uh, People do love to put the pirate ship on, so it can get uh, a little bit uh, um, tricky trying to navigate uh, your ships around the map. 
when that. But on the upside, if they're your pirates, they don't bug you at all. That is true. That is true. Everyone has their own pirate ship color. And when you put the pirate ship down, uh, they work for you. You've hired those pirates. And they replace whatever other pirates were on the board, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Only one pirate ship can be on the board at one time. I think it's just the same crew. They just work for everybody. I guess so. their sails. I guess so. Or maybe they fight off. Maybe the other idea is they chase off the other pirates. No, they just fly a different flag. Or they fly a different (laughs) flag. Like you paid them more. They outbid. Yeah, so... um, that's a fun. That's uh, that that the pirate ship is one particularly frustrating thing for me because I I rarely actually get the pirate ship for whatever reason. So, uh, it's usually pretty frustrating. Yeah, with the pirate ships. On the upside, you can also fight them off. That's true. When you point your ships at them, yeah, do the, the ships have to have soldiers in them? Crew? No, I don't. They just have to be pointed at. I think it. they. That you do, and you have to have three ships pointed. No, just one ship. Just one ship. Oh, you have to. You have to roll. Yeah, but you have to roll for it. Like a five or a six or something like that. Yeah, and that takes an action. And then if you make friends with the people in the village, it gets lowered. So I think it's just a six. Then it adds a five. Then it adds a four. That's right. That is correct. Yes. Um. So the more uh spice trading you do, the more uh powerful you can get. So. If you're in the spice trading game. Yes, which you really want to be in this game, because otherwise you'll... We, we, we can get to that in uh, maybe the strategy section later, but you will fall behind pretty quick if you don't... Uh, if other people are, are trading spices and getting power-ups and you are not. Literally fall behind because um, uh, the movement speed is a big one. Won't be able to keep up. Yeah, literally, yeah. But, I mean, if that happens, just try building more settlements in the starting island. That's true, too. I mean, you could technically play this game without even doing any of those other things. But I think, what is it, 13 victory points? 15? Yeah, it's a tall order. It is It is a lot, and uh, the starting island is much smaller. It's about a bit less than half the size of the regular island. Um, and the more, so the more people playing, um, the less space there is on that starting island. Yeah. Everyone does start with a port and a village a settlement uh on settlers. that island, or no but you also get a uh you don't you also get a like a settlement yeah you get thing? a port, a port settlement and a settlement and the settlement yeah and then settlers for your ship i believe yes and the settlers are no i don't think you get the settlers oh uh, maybe you do yeah, i don't remember do. yeah okay very frequent that you just go out and then immediately build a settlement yeah that's true that's true so, um, and that, uh, there's actually nothing to stop you from taking those settlers on your ship and, and, and then shipping them off just to a different corner of the starting island. You could yeah. actually do that too as well. Uh, it's just a little bit harder cause you have to be pointed at the island. So there are only a few spots where you could actually land. So, mm-hmm. so then the other thing to do is fighting pirates. So there are not just the pirate ship, but there are pirates inland and, and pirate dens, pirate dens. And those get you gold, I believe. Not yep. just for discovering them, but for taking them over, right? You get gold for discovering them, and then you have to fight off the pirates in the pirate dens using the other new piece, which are the, uh, the crew. The crew. So you, to make a crew, you have to get some sheep, and you have to get some iron. Yes. Or ore, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Iron Wool, is in... Uh, isn't iron in uh, Cities oh, yeah, of Night? the other one. Yeah. So it looks like a coin, I think. 
It does look like two coins, actually. Wool and ore. Yeah. So, um, so what's interesting is, um, the fight doesn't complete with those, uh, those pirates until three crew are in the, uh, the hexagon. And that's any crew, not just your own. The winner is whoever had the most crew involved. And if it's three-way tie, I forget. Who cares? And then you get, I think you get gold from that? Yep. So once you liberate that pirate den, one of your sailors stays there. Yes. And then that becomes your space. And whenever that number gets rolled, you get a coin. Oh, that's right. That's right. So you actually you can get extra money when one of those numbers gets rolled. Yep. I think on like the yellow die. When that number gets rolled on the yellow die, then you actually get a coin from that. So kind of want to do that as well. That gets you a good supply of coins coming in. One thing we didn't mention is uh, some of the ways that you get more victory points in this game is for each of those scenarios. There's fighting pirates in their pirate dens, going fishing, and trading for spice. And there are these trackers, cardboard trackers outside the game, where you have each person has their color icon. And every time you do one of those things, you actually move up. The first person to get to the end becomes the master of that trade or whatever it is. The spice master, the fishing master, the pirate yeah. master or whatever. And uh, those just get you extra victory points. And whoever's there first gets the biggest bonus. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So you don't even have to get to the end, but whoever's the farthest first gets the most points. So that's another way, that is a good way just to get the victory points. Again, you don't have to uh, yeah. do those ones. I don't always uh, go for the fighting or go for the fishing very much. But, I mean, the spices are one you particularly want to go after. to make So sure. it makes everything else easier. Yes, because it gives you those bonuses. And, I mean, and the, the pirate one, I mean, that's another good way to get some gold. So that's one way you might want to yeah. go. Or if the fishing is nearby and coming up often, quickly pick up a few. Yeah, exactly. If if uh, uh, I find the fishing to be more of a convenience type thing, and I mean towards the uh, once once the game really gets going, you might have a few more ships. I think you can get up to three or four ships yeah, in I total. Three. I think it's three ships in total. So once you have a few ships going, you don't have to devote you know half or all your resources to bringing back just one fish because yeah. only one fish fits in the boat at a time. So once you get a few ships going, it's it's pretty good. It's a good way. Yeah. Of course, you can still settle with the Catan basics and make a few uh, harbor settlements and cities, or harbor settlements and towns to uh, bring up your number of resources and boost your ability to keep up with the other players and make more points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's it's a long one. Yeah, thirteen points. That I only see, you know, that's only three more than. The, the base game, but it's not as contained. There's a lot of traveling to do. Um, like Devon said, a lot of uh, mulling over the options that you have for playing. Counting distances to specific spaces and seeing if you have enough sheep to get there. Yeah, exactly. And then, I mean, you can't always just plan your turn two or three moves ahead because... Um, you don't know what will be in your hand by then. Exactly, and you don't know what other people are going to be doing, right? So people could uh, go and explore that area that you thought you might get to, or they might drop off a, a, a crew member in a spot you thought you were going to win against the pirates. So there's definitely a lot to consider 
as other people are playing their turns, and it can give you a, a pretty big decision to make on your turn. So it can take a while. So good way to win this game. Yeah, what's a good strat there, Devon? Do all the expansion stuff, but make sure you're ready to fall back on classic Catan when the opportunity does arise. I'll be honest, one of the reasons I don't win this game a lot is because I do tend to focus on all the new things. The fishing, the... um, Well, specifically the spices and the exploration and the, the fighting the pirates. And I kind of forget about the... Why don't you just settle and expand? Yeah. Yeah, build some roads. You can build roads, add extra income on your properties. You can either pick up some more gold, pick up some more items. Yeah. Or whatever, and then just build more with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't discount uh, classic Catan strategies of of actually settling and expanding your your land bound uh, ventures. Another great strategy is maybe don't be on every number this time. Because whenever a number comes up that you're not on, you do get a gold for that. Yes, that's right. So it actually can be advantageous to not settle everything. And you can actually trade gold for resources. Yep, so three gold gets you one resource. Exactly. So it's actually not, depending on uh, how well financed you are, there's not much stopping you from just paying for those resources. You actually do, on, on some occasions, can build up a fair amount of gold. Yeah. Especially if you participate in those pirate battles. Yes. So, I mean, that could be a good strategy right there rather than trying to expand your settlements and things is actively not and actively going after a gold-based economy. Um, fish get you gold? Um, no, it just moves you up the fishing track. It just moves you up the fishing track. That's right. But, I mean, plan ahead uh, during the settlement phase at the start of the game. Land on things that are going to allow you to build more ships and get ships out there faster because exploration can turn up some more gold as well when you uncover uh any water or any uh spice area or pirate area that will get you gold so that's a good way to um avoid having to expand inbound actually even uncovering uh land masses will get you that resource and then if you have that gold you can pay off the pirates when you need to exactly so having a good uh, uh gold income is actually really good so that's right uh, build a lot of ships and crew members early uh, to get uh, to to really cash in on gold. So that's a good strategy right there. Um, yeah. Good way to do it. More good strategies? Um, ignore all the expansion stuff and just play regular Catan. I mean, that's the other one, right? Is just play regular Catan. You might you not know, enough numbers. You might be able to outpace everybody else while they're still looking for fish. Yeah. Gold is great. Three to one on gold to resource is not bad. But actually getting those resources, the roles still work the same. You know, that part, the, the core of Catan doesn't change. So you're right. Those but, are the three that I have. I mean, I don't have more than that. I don't think <laughs> I don't think I have more than that. I like that the ships in this game actually move around and venture to places as opposed to just being a road on the sea. Yeah, that's what seafarers and uh, seafarers is like, right? Yeah. Like the boats are just ro- uh, like the same as Similar roads to a road. except on water. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You get a little bit of movement in seafarers, but in this one, you get, like, full control of the sea. Right. In seafarers, you can just move the ships to, like, a different like along route. the route. Yeah. But you can't just, it can't just detach from the other boat. Yeah. And once you connect it to another landmass, well, I'm sorry, another settlement, then in seafarers, that's the end of your ship route. But in uh, Explorers and Pirates, that ship is on the table until you turn it into a settlement. Or harbor. Actually, no, this, the, the ship never goes away. It's where the, uh, the settlers would turn into the settlement, and the ship is still there. I thought the settlement and the settlers turn into the... Like the ship and the, the ship settlement? The ship and the settlers turn into the I settlement. I thought it was just the settlers. Pretty sure it's both. We might have played that rule wrong, actually. Because I remember the ship staying out, but maybe maybe uh, we played it wrong. No, I always remember that the ship disappears and you have to build a new ship. Oh. Well, I mean, that might make sense that you use the wood from the ship just to build your... Build yeah. your, your I was, yeah, I was under the settlement. impression that that was the reason. I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. So uh, it's still a really good, uh, really good way to uh, expand your territory and get more points. One of the things I like about it is that, like, I mentioned it before, is that the exploration side of it is built in. You don't know uh, what those islands look like. If we want to get into some house rules, um, you could actually have the islands face up. Yeah. A little bit different, but uh, actually that's kind of hard mode. On one sense, it's easier. You know what's there. On the other hand, you don't get any bonus for discovering. Nope. You already know what's there. Because you already know what's there. You're not going to get a bonus. So Now, are the numbers already on those tiles? Very interesting. I mean, I guess it would be. I don't know. All right. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that is fluid enough. You could just do whatever you want. Right. Yeah. Do it either way. Do it either way. Leave the numbers off. or you could, Or flip them upside down, but put the numbers on. No, you can't do that because there's more spaces than numbers. Yep. Some of them don't have numbers. Well... Whatever. Some of There's, them are open water. I mean, we've talked about this before, and I... And if it is open water, just put it back on something else. I mean, there's that, too. <laughs> There's that, too. We've done that before. That's right. Just put the numbers on the, the closest ones to the island. That's right. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different ways. House rules are kind of like that. Uh, another house rule that I think we've actually played... We actually have played with is... One difference this game has is there's no longest road or largest army, and there are also no development cards. But we have played with all of those in it included. So the development cards uh, add another aspect to it, just another layer of uh, another option for strategies. And then having the longest road and largest army, that that's just a, yet another uh, way to get more victory points. And actually, the longest road would encourage you to continue with that inland building yeah, rather than build just on an island. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and the largest army encourages you to spend your resources on development cards and not just building new settlements. Right. So you probably have to raise the point limit though for that one. I mean you might want to raise the point limit. I think we we didn't though, but but you're right. You might you might want to raise the, the point limit. But again, Even maybe just... adding those in uh is just a, a way to speed up the game rather than right. just make it more difficult. So that's another option for you there if you want to do the full version, but uh maybe give yourself a few more options. Yeah. Excellent. I mean, I don't know how much more I have. I mean, I think we covered the basics. I think we Travel did. Travel the seas, yeah. fight some pirates, throw some sheep overboard. 
I mean, that is the best part of the game, isn't it? Like, what what is the reality? What what is the game representing by making it that expending a sheep card makes your ship go faster? What are they trying to represent in reality? Because isn't that what the, I mean? That's basically what games are, just trying to represent reality in yep. a, a a miniature format. So what is that? <laughs> what what what? I think you're dumping the load lump- to make yourself go faster. Is that what it is? Dumping sheep overboard, or or is it like you're 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 <laughs> you're like like shearing sheep to make new sails? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, the resource is wool, so maybe that's the case. Maybe. You don't put some more sails on your ship. You don't make kill a sheep to get the wool, though. But I mean, I guess that would once represent, you got the wool, there's no yeah, more there's wool. no more wool. It's got to re, it's got to regrow it. I suppose you're right. That's just a weird one. That's just, just a throw weird it backwards one. off the ship as hard as you can. Because and... like, wouldn't like throwing, <laughs> wouldn't throwing resources off the ship be like, like maybe like stone to represent like like ore to represent like weapons or wood to represent crates or something like bricks to represent. Whatever or I mean, wheat those are represent nearly food. as heavy as sheep. Oh, bricks, <laughs> bricks and stone, not near as heavy as sheep. Even wheat would represent food. Maybe it represents food though, like meat. But well, you wouldn't you would take... eat a sheep. You wouldn't eat a sheep. I mean, that's true. That's true. why would you eat sheep? Madness. <laughs> I almost called it venison. I was gonna say venison. That is not <laughs> sheep. That is not sheep. There's no no. No, it is. What not. do you call sheep in food? Mutton, mutton, and, or lamb. Yep. If it's specifically a baby sheep, uh, or mutton. Yeah, good point. I mean, nothing, because no one eats sheep. Yep, that's that. That's that thing. I mean, it doesn't seem right. I mean, these days, like eating full-grown sheep is not necessarily a common thing. Not here. Not here. But that's why, like, a word like mutton is just so, yeah. So, why use that word? It's like, I'm not eating sheep. I'm eating mutton. mutton. It's fine. Mutton. No taboo here. Which is funny, too. Like, we don't use that word enough to even, like, speed through it. Like, mutton. We're, like, we're saying mutton. Mutton. Instead of, like, speeding through it, because we don't yeah. say it very often. Yeah. It's taking a shorter word and making it longer. It's just interesting. Yeah. That's all. I mean, I think that's all we have. This week, just a bit of a short and sweet one. It is just an expansion. Please uh, check us out on Twitter at Cardboard Podcast. We uh, couldn't fit the T. Uh, Instagram at Cardboard Podcast. And there is a group on Facebook. Just it is no longer monitored by me because I'm not on Facebook anymore. Um, You deleted your account? I didn't delete the account, but I deleted Facebook. All right. I I should probably just go back and delete the account. I mean, I can't be bothered anymore. Yeah, I just can't be bothered. I mean, you can't be bothered enough to go back and delete it. Yeah. Let alone reinstalling the app so that you can go back and delete it. What? Yeah, exactly. I don't want to reinstall an app just so I can delete my account to use that app. Yeah. I could go on the website, I suppose, and delete it there. But I mean, again, I just can't be. If bothered. you're not using it, it's probably mostly harmless for you. Probably. Unless you're using it to log into other stuff. It's... I mean, actually, there might be stuff that it is used for. I play Scrabble Go with uh, a lot of my family, and it uses that. 
Yeah. I literally might just have it for Scrabble Go. <laughs> Anything that offers you a login yeah, that to... family, I saved the Scrabble Go game. You did save... <laughs> Devon just saved Scrabble Go for everybody. I actually have a pretty decent winning record, which is going to go downhill. Oh, then sorry, family. Yeah, it's going to go downhill uh, because I just said that. Though, actually, I think most games I'm in right now, I'm losing. Yeah, anytime I ever saw like the option to log in with Facebook, I like I scoffed. I would yeah. never use that. Like I'm going to use a password that's different from yeah. Facebook. Yeah, I know how secure that is. Yeah, I have used the login with Google, but I don't. I don't usually like do that. All right, I think I've uh, tried to end this a few times, but you know us with our tangent. Uh, tangent. That was the podcast. That is, I mean, that is the podcast. This is basically a tangent podcast. All right. Thanks for listening. Listen next week. So next week starts December. It is going to be uh, an episode every week. Uh, we are doing an episode every week to celebrate Munchkin, and it will be Munchember, Munchtember, 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 Munch. Munch December. Desamunch. Desamunch. Desmunch. I don't know why I keep getting the T. Because it's Desmuncher. Desmuncher. I don't know. Maybe next week we'll figure it out. We're going to have a special guest with us for the entire month to talk about Munchkin, so it's going to be fun. And please tune in. We're going to have, uh, again, episodes every week. Thanks bye. for listening. And bye. Was that good? I think that was good. I think we got it. I think we got it. Oh, did you hit record? Um, no, I didn't. I hit please record. I have respect for my life.